you know, I'll talk about those giveaway pieces in a second. You know me, I'm just, I, I try to have some sort of plan or schedule, but for the most part, you guys are just enduring me trying to figure out my morning. This is like, instead of me doing this in my head, I'm doing this on camera right now. I'm just like, what is happening today? And what am I working through? What am I figuring out? Dude, when your stomach's growling and you feel a little bit um, tingly, you know it's gonna be a good podcast. Cause you're like, these dabs are gonna hit hard. This shit's gonna feel extra, super extra potent. Because, I don't know why I'm hungry. I think, you know what it is? If I stay up super late and work, I'm extra hungry the next day. And I think it's just cause I use a little extra calories staying up a few extra hours. I think it's that, just that little bit of extra time just fucking makes me like so that on my normal days i'm like oh because i work late all the time but like there's certain nights i work like extra late and then it's not even just the tired part it's just being a little bit hungry sometimes you like to eat till fucking noon but this is not what this podcast is about i'm gonna take a dab real quick then we'll get started oh, this sweet little bub this thing is so similar to a bubbler my wife and i had back we still have it actually it's just like wrapped up inside Different perk and everything, but it was the same type of can where it was just like a fucking looked like a beer can or something. <coughs> Coughing before you take the dab's a good sign. It's gonna be a good dab. Mm-hmm. That was nice. That was really nice. Really nice and low temp. Mm. Some hot rod from rare extracts. <coughs> Lucky to still have plenty left over. So, wow. So smooth. So cool, like, when you have friends that are really good at, like, doing certain things and you get to enjoy the fruits of their labor and but you enjoy it extra because you know that, like, your friend made something to the quality that they wanted to smoke it. So you know it's going to be good. Man, Rare Extracts kills it. Super terpy. I want to have him on more. Um, had a lot of people reach out. They just, like, genuinely enjoyed that type of conversation. Um, and me and, and David and I have always had really great uh, conversations for years. Anytime we hang out, just talk. Um, so like, I'm going to try and see anytime he's out here. Cause he's out here a couple times a month back and forth from, cause he works in a couple different States. Um, yeah. I want to even get him on here more, which he, he would definitely want to. It's, it's more me. I'm just really shitty at fucking organizing things sometimes. Cause half the time I'm like, yeah, I'm really organized and focused business person. And then the other half of the time I'm like freaking out and I'm like a parent trying to do things. And I'm like, what am I doing? I'm a mess. But, uh, I think we're, that's, that's all people, right? We're all in this like constant, like limbo or battle of like trying to balance you know being professional yet still like dealing with all these crazy human emotions that we have to deal with day to day or things that happen to us and we have to try and be professional don't be crazy <clears throat> man i love this little bub though such a fun piece i made it last night like uh right before bed spent a few hours on it and i wanted to like surprise my wife this morning with it um because 
She's been wanting like a bub like this. Originally I made us a flower bubbler, but then I got kind of crazy and it got really big. And she was like, it's really cool. She's like, but remember how I said I just kind of wanted something like really small and like fat, just like a really like, like our old bubbler we used to have smoke and, <clears throat> but like our perk. And I'm like, okay. So this piece is it right here and it, it shreds. This is our new personal. So it has such a nice sound and stack. Beautiful. Simple. It's complex in its own way. Like it's still like not like a super easy piece, but like compared to other things I've done in the past, it's it's simpler. Um, but this, this how fat it is. It's like the fat of it's the width of a juggernaut. So it's like like this giant body on this piece right here. It's the same width as this like top can right here. This main front one. Oh, what's it? Oh yeah. yeah. Real quick, everybody. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 95, six. Whoa. Episode 96. It's crazy that sometimes I don't even remember. I should, uh, but we're just having fun over here. But episode 96, that's wild. Getting close to 100 episodes. Appreciate all, all you folks that come here and watch the podcast. Um, it's wild. Like when the podcast uh, got flagged for like 18 and older and stuff like that, like about six months ago, the views dropped a bunch because people had to sign in in order to watch it. And then it was a whole thing. It wasn't in their algorithm, wasn't popping up because you had to sign in and it was flagged. But now people have been realizing they've been signing in, they've been doing the lives. I've been telling them to, hey, make sure you sign into YouTube so that you can actually see the podcast and know that we're posting them. And man, you guys have been coming out and watching these episodes and we're super grateful. Aja and I work super hard on these. Um, you know, because we, we both do other things besides this, and we're just grateful that all you folks are supporting this project that both of us work on so hard together. So thank you so much. And uh, we're going to keep getting into this up. So today it's going to be mostly talking about these bubblers. I got four unique uh, 10 mil mini double diffusers right here that are being given away. All four of these full color mini doubles. It's almost like $5,000 worth of glasses being given away. Um, and it's going to be given away at this dispensary up in Denver. It's like a party, and we'll talk more about that. And the information's on my Instagram um, <clears throat> about it, but we're gonna talk about that. Got a little brand new 10 mil micro on the table. Cause anytime I do a big batch of clear, I like to take one out and smoke it. And I, I watered, like I water test all of them, but I always like to like smoke one of them just as like, you know, I have to all these fresh clear pieces. You see all these RBRs like stacked up in my case. I'm like, damn, I got to do weed through one of them. Um, so we're going to smoke through that and I'm probably gonna take a dab on that next. And we'll definitely talk about this giant double bub. There's a lot going on here. Um, during the episode with Rackstracks, we were just so in the conversation, I didn't even have a minute to talk about this. So we'll talk a bit about this piece as well. And yeah, it should be a chill episode. So fucking heat up your nails, roll up your joints, pack your bowl, whatever your preferred way of smoking. And uh, let's hang out for the next hour or so. Um, yeah, guys, I've been fucking crushing. Actually, the Patreon pre-sale, it looks like right now, and I think it's going to stay this way because I'm, I'm in a good spot. looks like the Patreon pre-sale is going to go out a week early, uh, which is unheard of for me with anything. You know, that doesn't even make sense. I shouldn't even tell people that because then it might give other people hopes that order things in the future. Be like, oh, damn, sometimes things go out a week early. This is a phenomenon. I don't know. I just, I've been grinding super hard, working super late, um, like always. Um, but I think the focus, I've been trying to take, it sounds great. I've been trying to take less dabs in between steps so like I'll set like bigger goals before I take a dab. I'll be like, I want to get this much done before I dig a dab now. 
and that's been helping. Not saying that the smoking like slows me down, but sometimes the whole ritual of dabbing, I take a dab and then I'm like, oh, I need a fresh coffee and this and that. And then all of a sudden I just wasted a half hour just doing one dab. Um, so I've been trying to find like better ways of time management and working on that. And I think I've been getting a bit more done, but like, like anything, like us humans, we're always like a work in progress, right? I'm trying not to stay, uh, I'm trying not to settle and just be like content and be like, yeah, this is like, I'm perfect. I'm like, no, I got so much to work on. Keep figuring it out. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> stoked to, uh, be, uh, crushing so hard on those clears and kind of feeling like I'm like feeling a little bit good for a second. Cause honestly, the last couple of weeks been crazy. Like, you know, over the years, if you've watched this podcast over the last couple of years, I've had a million episodes where I'm like, oh, it's cra- crazy week guys. This happened to me. And I try to sound like a broken record, but you know, like it, it just has been, it's wild. And I think it's the same for a lot of people. I think a lot of people are just kind of like, okay, it's been one thing after another now, like, give me a break world. And, uh, I'm very lucky and grateful for everything I have, but still like you can't help, but you know, see like shit like that. But this is not how we start episode. I'm getting really distracted. I'm already super baked. I was telling Isaac prior to this episode, I'm like, dude, I'm already like a little shaky. My stomach's grumbling. These dabs are going to hit hard, bro. Like, cause I stayed up extra late last night. So, um, I probably should have eaten breakfast or something, but I'm like ready for it. I'm ready to get super baked and confused with you guys. Baked and confused. It's kind of like dazed and confused, but you know, maybe more modern. Aja, do you even know when people started saying baked? Is that an old term? That might have been from the 70s. People are like, dude, you're baked. That seems like an old term to me. Yeah. Yeah, stone. Old, real old people say you're all, you're doing dope. You're all doped up. Oh, you got your dopers? You doing dope? It's like, no, no, I'm not doing dope. But I am doing weed. You know, because that's young. Like, when I hear dope, I used to watch, like, a lot of, like, Law & Order and shit. So, to me, I hear dope, and I think of, like, heroin and shit, dude. I don't think of, like, cannabis. So, when when I would hear older folks, like, oh, you do dope? And I was like, I don't know, man. We should probably first distinguish what your definition of dope is before I agree to what I do. Um, <laughs> so, already the conversation gets weird with folks like that. But, you know, you can't help where people come from or where they were born and raised or like what they were exposed to. Not everyone's exposed to fucking cannabis. Some people are exposed to horrible things with cannabis. Maybe they, you know, saw some crazy shit when they were younger and they blame cannabis for it. Who knows, man? Either way, terminology is a great way to uh, make something sound shitty or nefarious. You know what I'm saying? We see it all day. 10 mil micro right here. Can't wait to take a dab on this. My wife just took a dab on this and I watched it. I was like, damn, dude, I'm going to fucking take dabs on that in the podcast. I got some flow right here from uh, Sealed Solventless. Uh, this is the first time I've ever had uh, Sealed Solventless and this flow is fire. I got to tell you, flow is one of those flavors just like Golden Goat. When I first moved to Colorado, like there were certain flavors that just were available pretty consistently at dispensaries and flow and Golden Goat were like two of the ones that I was really used to seeing. Um, and man, the flow was always like, if you couldn't find a good OG, like you could go get some flow and you're going to have similar notes to an OG, but it's going to be maybe more floral and fruity, but you're still going to get little bits of notes that you're like, Oh, that was kind of like an OG. So like in Colorado in 20, like 14, 2015, when maybe it wasn't as easy to get certain really gassy strains, unless you knew someone that like grew it or cause like anyone that grew it, they never had a lot of it. That was the thing. It's like, of course it was here. The best, the fire was here, but if you didn't know the right person, and even if you knew the right person, if you were last in line, then there wasn't any left. Like, you know, it's just one of those things. So I would always compensate with flow. I'd be like, well, if I can't get any gas, I'll just go get some flow. 
And then Golden Goat, same thing. Like, if I couldn't get any, like, you know, Lemon G or HP 13, I'm like, dude, Golden Goat's going to be fire still. I'm going to get some lemons and some craziness in it. And, yeah, man, now I don't see those strains at all anymore. So when this flow popped up, I was like, oh, definitely, that's sick. I would love some flow. Um, and I'm grateful that it was gifted to me from the homie Sage, along with this Temp Tech, which I absolutely love. Works so well. I really do love the Temp Tech. Love the dab right too, but... I just, I just like this temp tech, dude. It's fucking dope. <laughs> and that was some rosin. <coughs> First dab was some, some. Some caviar, diamond sauce, hydrocarbon extract, whatever the fuck you want to call it. A million different names for the same thing. Whoa, dude. Man, hydrocarbon extracts and rosa hit so different, though. And I think it really depends on what you're smoking more of, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, variety is where you get extra stoned. Sometimes consistency, you'll just find a pattern. You just, you'll just you still get stoned, just not as stoned as you'd maybe like. But I don't know if that's a tolerance break or just, like, a matter of, like, having a variety of terpenes and like flavors and shit. <coughs> I said terpenes and flavors. It's like saying it's saying it's like like saying the same thing. That was so dumb. It's cool though. It's cool I recognize the idiocy, you know, whatever. I, when I worked in a restaurant, now I don't even know if this is real anymore and like the chef could have been fucking with me. But when I worked in restaurants, I had this chef that would get like furious at um us call us on the menu it said shrimp scampi and it was like a seasonal thing we did um and he would get mad because he'd be like he would want the menu just to say scampi and he would go he would tell us that over in like other countries like they don't call it shrimp scampi they just call it scampi because scampi means shrimp so when we say shrimp scampi we're just saying shrimp shrimp <clears throat> yo you got that shrimp shrimp and when someone's like hey you got shrimp scampi oh it's shrimp shrimp so basically what i just did terpenes and flavors i was just like Flavor flavors. Terps, terps. Either way, overanalyzed that, and we used about 35 seconds, so that was pretty cool. So let's heat up another dab and just keep on working through all these awesome flavors from rare extracts. That one was sealed solventless, but it's because, you know, get that little variety in there, and now I'll go back to rare extracts. And how lucky am I that I get to smoke all these awesome flavors? Um, see what else we got here from rare. And I should probably talk about the big bub before I get too baked. Because, you know, we're on a downhill spiral right now of smoking hash and getting too terpy. Um, but let's pick out a flavor real quick before I... Brandy wine? Okay. <coughs> uh, All right. This piece is big. Um, so if you guys are familiar with the Juggernaut, the Juggernaut's about this. Like This is like where the top of the joint would sit on the Juggernaut. So this is like the can of this is taller than the Juggernaut. Um, foot's obviously smaller because the juggernaut, I blow it out and make an RBR foot on it. So it's like a more like puck shaped foot. Um, but I, I made a foot to kind of match like the shape of how I wanted this bub to look. Um, but yeah, so the bottom perk, like this, like internal perk right here is like really, really big. This is like a 28 millimeter piece of tubing, which is pretty, pretty sizable perk. I mean, there's a lot of airspace in there. So you would think with like so much airspace, it's hard to clear this thing or hard to milk it. And it's not, um, because it is just like 
tight in the way it's designed. It just, it just, it does, it just clears and milks. Um, but I wish I had my giant nail for it. Evan Shore made me this giant fucking nail and it should be here in the next couple days. Um, and I was hoping to have it for this episode to smoke on this piece so I could have this giant, it's like a 32 millimeter, like huge Slurpee. It's a giant Slurpee. It's called like the Chuggernator or something. It's fucking this crazy fucking nail he made me. But yeah, I do wish I had the bigger nail for it because this thing is just so absurd that I almost wanted to just rock a bigger nail. Oh, I forgot to bring my nail over for this because I, I use a regular nail on this right now because um, I want a bigger Slurpee for it with like bigger holes in the Slurpee so there's more airflow. So that's why he made me this giant Slurpee with big holes in it. It's fucking sick. Um, but I've been smoking like a regular long neck Evan Shore, Bear Mount Studios nail on this because um, the airflow is just like a lot better for this giant piece. And... Um, yeah, I don't know that it just seems to work really good on it. You know, there's different nails for different pieces. Am I right? Like, if you guys ever notice that, like, all the way down, there's different slides for different pieces. Like, if you're really into smoking flour and taking, like, videos of, like, snaps or whatever, like, you're going to, like, have an opinion on what slides are better for what videos or what piece and how it's, it's easier to clear the piece with this slide. It's the same thing with nails. Um, you really have to find your preference and what you like. That's why I always tell people, like, try things. Don't ever settle on something. Like know there's always room for improvement but like find like what you like find like your i guess formula for like how you like to smoke um let me just grab the nail for this really 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 fast um it is actually aja right on that sh uh like our l bench over there there's an alcohol container a glass one with a metal top you just bring that over or you can take the nail out of it either or yeah just bring it over i have the other nail chilling thanks bro appreciate you all right We've got these fucking Bear Mount Studios alcohol cleaning stations all over the studio. Everyone's doing weed. All right. Yeah, so this thing right here, like I had like um, a few really cool bubblers back in the day. I still own them, but I never had a really giant double bubbler. I had some cool King bubblers and stuff like that from back in the early, like or like late 2000, like 2008, 9. 10, right around there had some cool big scientific bubs from like companies like <clears throat> like it's and fucking um like sovereignty um there's this one company that i loved and maybe like like i i don't know if they're around anymore but like and i don't know if it was an import company i think they're probably made in america and that's what i'm gonna tell myself um but hbg I had these giant HBG bubblers and they remind me of this one right here. And um, <coughs> I don't know, man, I loved bubblers, but I never had a double bub. I had a couple small double bubblers, like with like the push uh, bowl with like a carb on the side. Like I think a lot of us have had those back in the day and those are awesome, but I always wanted a big scientific double bubbler. And so now that like I blow glass, it's just really cool to kind of like play around with designs and try things like even like this little bubbler like i fucking love the way this thing hits the whole can just fills with bubbles effortlessly and it just visually looks really cool because you can see the perk and everything really well um but man this thing is so so fun to smoke so we're going to heat this up right now take a dab on it um the perk is a triple to diffuse to a double diffused sorry i'm um tripping over my words a little bit this morning folks i'm fucking kind of a little bit of a mess and i love it i'm having a great time hope you are too uh, these discs are really, really big. These discs are, I think they're about 60, no, they're 55 millimeter to 60, 55 to 60 millimeter discs. So they're like a, a big disc. Um, and, but I didn't overdo the cuts on them. I kind of kept this thing like oversized. 
um, but proportional to other double diffuse where this one I put a ton of cuts and everything and like super gritted this whole thing out because this was a way to play around with a perk two and do a test and I don't know it's the, it's the funnest part about this job like last night I finished working on like my scheduled work at like one in the morning and I was like if I stay up to three or three thirty I could probably have a pipe to smoke tomorrow and try a prototype so I was like, time to start fresh. So I made a perk, let it cool, benched it, cut it on the wet saw, got it in the kiln by the perk in the kiln by two, and started shaping the can. Made a, you know, whatever. I was done by like three thirty-ish or some. I was done before I had to go to bed and wake up. I'm a mess right now, but I was done. I finished it, and there she is. And it's just a simple little bub, but I'm I'm having so much fun smoking it, and just like for me, like my mental health space for glass blowing also has to be like, I have to do other stuff too and play around with things. I have to be able to just like do some prototype stuff and just play around with things in between all my scheduled work. It's what keeps like my mind fresh and it like, keeps me like thinking about new things and stuff. Even though I have like booked work that I have to do for a long time right now, um, there's still new projects I want to pursue and stuff over the years. So it's just like fun to kind of dip my toe in the water and make some different shit. Let's warm this up, take a dab. I gotta grab a pearl. <clears throat> Oh shit. And oh, I'm working on the five mils, guys. I just want to let everybody know I'm working on them. We will announce that drop soon if it's not already posted up on the Patreon or the um, website by now. Because we have, we have a calendar on our website now that shows like upcoming drops. It shows like it shows like everything everything we're doing with Bear Mountain on there. And my wife updates it weekly, adds things to it, our scheduled live videos. So if you want to hang out and do ask me questions or whatever into Sash, like it's kind of like the podcast, but it's just live. Um, and the video quality probably is like pretty good, but like I just like, this is like super nice, like lighting video quality. When I'm doing it myself, the lighting is not quite as good. It's just, you know, me talking on like uh, Canon fucking webcams, but it's pretty decent. Um, but yeah, you guys can check out all the scheduled stuff on that calendar on the website. Um, that way, if you want to participate in some stuff, come hang out. Or if you want to like get in on some of the drops or giveaway stuff we do, whatever. We do a lot of shit um, for a little family company. Uh, we try to do a lot. Um, what I found with us is our biggest thing is like we need to find, and which I think we constantly are. What is my dog doing something over there? Jesus Christ. Oh, he's got a toy? Sounded like he was getting into something. All right. He's all right. Fuck it. <laughs> um we always like add a lot to our plate because we like have like a lot we want to achieve, a lot we want to offer. Um, but you have to be careful how much you put on your plate because then it can like take a toll on you mentally. But I think it's good to push yourself mentally and see what you're capable of, all within parameters where you make sure you don't you know diminish your success rate because you beat yourself down so hard. So my point with me and my wife is we have to find a little bit more balance because every time we find like a good rhythm, we add more to our plate. And that's kind of the curse of someone that's trying to achieve a lot is like anytime you feel a little bit comfortable, you add a bunch more bullshit to your plate. Like, okay, let's add this and try to do this. And I think it's a good thing, but I think we're coming to a point where now we're going to be able to like, we know what we like to do. We know what we like, like to offer as far as content drops and all that stuff. And now we can start really like dialing everything in and tightening up the whole business and trying to make it better and better and better for our customers. Um, man, does this shit take time though? It's crazy. There's so much to learn. I knew I learn new shit every week. Like, from like doing a good job and from fucking up. Like I'm learning all the time. Um, <clears throat> and man, some of these lessons are expensive, but I'm grateful that I work hard enough that I can afford to pay for some of these lessons I'm learning. Um, but yeah, grown up's cool. 
Growing up's pretty cool, man. Learning lessons and shit. And government's cool. Everything's great. Everything's fine. We're going to smoke hash all day, dude. I'm not even worried about it. That's what I've been telling my wife now. I'm just like, let's not even worry about this. Like, let's, like, we got hash. All right, we're good. Let's just chill. Oh, I should have. I forgot. This is not a Slurpee. All the, the alcohol doesn't just drip out the holes in the bottom when you dump it in the container. It will just puddle in the bottom of the nail. That's all right. Like I said, everything's fine, bro. We're good. We're chilling. It's like sometimes it's easier like said than done to kind of keep yourself calm when things are like really stressful and maybe you don't have a light at the end of the tunnel at that moment. You just feel like you're kind of like got a bunch of shit piling up on you. But like I've talked about in other episodes, one of our superpowers as humans is we can convince ourselves to do things that are impossible or we can convince ourselves that everything's fine while we're on fire. Like it's, you know, so you have to use that superpower to get through those times that are challenging or confusing or overwhelming. I had someone send me a message this morning about like, tell me about their job they have been working at and they've been listening to podcasts for two years and like how much it's changed their life. They don't even own any glass from me or anything. They're just like, they just like found the podcast, started listening to it. And it like, I have days where I feel discouraged about some of the stuff I work on and make. And like, even like I feel discouraged. I'm like, do people like my content? Like, what am I doing? And messages like that, I was like, it helped that, that person, like that one person for the last two years, it helped them. Fuck dude, this was all fucking, everything is worth it then. It doesn't, that's it. It's that simple. Like that one person I don't know, like we may never like know each other. Like they know me pretty well because I talk too much on a fucking camera, but um, I don't know them. But to me, it's like so interesting that like, I didn't physically travel anywhere. They didn't buy a piece of glass for me. Like they heard some words and some sounds from someone that they just found like in the ether or on the internet, whatever you want to fucking call it. And it helped them, you know, do whatever they were doing. I get that, man. I listen to podcasts all the time that help me with shit because I'm confused all the time, bro. I'm always confused. I'm always like, what the fuck is happening right now? What is happening? Like, where's my fucking carpet cap? Guys, do you want to help me again, bro? Oh, wait. Oh, fuck. Should I have a spinner cap? There's a, a red RBR spinner cap in a glass stand right there. Just chilling. I'll just use that and clean it. Guys, I don't know what I would do without the people that help me. I'm really, like, this is why I got nothing done years ago. I would just, like, make a lot of shit, and people would still support me, but, like, it just was, like, so sporadic and a mess. Gosh. Okay, let's see here. But, yeah, man, I'm finding ways to uh, to stay calm constantly because growing up is fucking crazy. They didn't tell us half the shit, bro. What I thought, I thought you went to college and then you graduate and then you get that white picket fence, you get like married and shit, life's dope as hell, you get a little chunky, you know, whatever happens. Unfortunately, I dropped out in 10th grade, so either way, I wasn't going to have that because I didn't follow that thing. So I honestly think dropping out was the greatest thing I ever did, though. I'll tell it to my daughter, too. I'm like, you're not allowed to drop out, but it was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. It made me successful and happy and where I am today. Don't do it. You can't do it school no i'm just kidding who knows what school is gonna be like when kids in another 10 years dude when my kiddo goes to like high school and shit guys who knows like shit might be digital and at home it might be there might be way more options for kids where like traditional school or there might be so many people on this planet that traditional school really is not an option there has to be people in the metaverse doing school because there is just not enough room or infrastructure to have that many children in one building or it's not safe 
fuck, dude. Who knows what's going to happen? I'm just going to be in my garage smoking hash, though. So I have, it doesn't matter for me. I'll just be over here doing this, you know? Oh, yeah. I want to put a little more water in this front can, dude. Whoa. <coughs> it shreds. I have been using the bubble cap on this. It has a little bit more airflow than this. <coughs> this cap is really nice. <coughs> like, really nice, dude. Well, I just, like, uh, like dry tested the cap because we, like, test all of them with the clean nail and a marble. This is actually the nail. It's usually just clean and reserved for that, but sometimes I take a dab on it on this big guy. Um... But man, when you actually take a dab on it, like those these newer ones are getting super dialed in too. And the stands have like a bigger flared lip on them and stuff. I mean, <coughs> I don't have any available yet, so I probably shouldn't even be showing them off. But they're pretty sweet. Fun. So stoked on the new table too, guys. Hope you like it too. Everybody that's been watching this for years and just seeing things changing and the camera angles changing and where the position we are in the studio and shit. Like, so much has changed. Like I said, like a... About 10 episodes ago, I said I've been going back and like slowly watching early episodes I did just to like reflect on like, you know, where I was and try to remind myself because sometimes we get so, um, at least my, my own personal experience, I find that sometimes people get so overwhelmed and distracted by life, especially in this day and age where like we have cell phones and movies and all these things that stimulate us and distract us constantly. Sometimes you forget how much you've overcome and how hard things were and how much better they are now because we're all living in the moment. We all live through emotion. So if you're feeling bad, it doesn't matter if you have nice things and a good job. If you feel bad, you feel bad. Like if you feel good, you feel good. And the only way to get through a lot of that stuff I found is to remind myself of <clears throat> how bad things were, how good they've gotten or how much I've overcome. And even if things are bad right now, knowing that I've overcome this thing, so I'm capable of overcoming the next thing. Um, and I'm not a motivation, motivational speaker or anything. I'm not trying to be or fill that fucking hat or those shoes or whatever people say. So don't take me in the wrong way. I'm just kind of talking on my fucking podcast, my digital fucking like journal where I express myself and talk through things for myself. And I post it publicly for all you folks who care and want to support. And maybe you're dealing with similar things and you're trying to figure it out too. And maybe listening to someone that you like their work and you can connect with and also feel that, hey, <clears throat> shit's going to be all right. I just need more hash, like more terps, and then it will be okay. Oh man, if I can't get, and, and believe me, I've like not smoked hash for like years before and just smoked flour, but like, I'm someone that like, I like, like rare extract said it on the last episode, like first time he smoked weed, he knew, he's like, I need to have this the rest of my life. This is part of my life now. Like that's same thing with me. It's, and you know, if I get to a point someday where I find something else that keeps me as level-headed and understanding and tolerant to the people around me. Um, hell, I'll fucking be doing that, dude. But for now, this is what's working for me. So I'm gonna keep enjoying all these amazing terpenes and all this hard work that these extract artists, breeders, and growers put into this product so that I can take these sometimes hot, disrespectful dabs. Um, but lately, low temp. This episode, I think it's been pretty fucking low temp, dude. Like, I haven't been doing white milky pipes. Like, 
dude, when Rare was here after that episode, I was lost, dude. I like, like I kept, like Cassie would just find me in rooms. She'd be like, I thought you were working. I'm like, I don't know where the fuck I am. Like I'm, I thought, I don't know where I am. Like bring me somewhere, sit me down somewhere. Ooh, it was fun though. It was really a good time. And, uh, I think my tolerance is going up though, for sure. Like, cause I've been practicing so much hash doing that. I think that like nowadays I'd be able to actually dab with people and then still be able to talk to them and not be like weird. Cause man, back in the day guys, I used to take dabs and I'd be like, I have to leave. Cause I'd be like so baked that like, I would just say something dumb. I would say something and go home and just lay in bed and stare at my ceiling and want to die. I'd be like, why the fuck did I say that? I'm so weird. I'm the weirdest person in the world. Everyone is thinking, everyone else is laying in their bed going, why did Evan say that? What a fucking weirdo. And I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I'm like, I'm not going to stop smoking hash though. I don't care if I'm weird. I have, now I have to figure out. So I'm like, if I just stay in front of the fire and just don't talk to anyone. Um, but now I do like these podcasts and stuff. So it's just publicly posted to the world. Even worse, probably for myself. I think I'm a little bit more collected now and I'm a little bit better with the tolerance of the hash and shit. But man, when I first moved to Colorado and was smoking heavy hash, I would be going to sessions and parties and boy, oh boy, man, I probably just like, just like, and not that I would do anything crazy. I think I just like, wouldn't make sense. Or I would respond to something that someone said like five minutes ago and like everyone would be talking about something else. So it, would, it wouldn't, it would just be confusing for everyone. They'd be like, okay, yeah, yeah, for sure, dude. Like, and no one would be rude to me or anything, but I just felt bad for them that they had to tolerate me. You know what I mean? Like, like you go home and I think that's what it is. I'm like, damn it. They had to take care of me. I was the handful. And even if it wasn't a big deal, because what I find out later in life as I've grown is that no one fucking cares. No one remembers. No one paid attention to the weird thing you said because everyone was trying to monitor what they were saying. So they didn't sound weird. Like we're all just trying to fit in the best we can so that we can stick together because this shit is tough by yourself. So I don't know, man. I just found in the early days when my tolerance wasn't as high, the hash definitely made me quite a, quite a goofball. Um, or I would just not stop laughing at stuff. I could not, I'd be like, fuck, why am I still laughing? Like I have to leave the room. Like everyone is like just eating pizza and like just watching like a movie and I can't stop laughing. I'm like, it's like a problem. Oh, it's embarrassing. I kind of think about now and I have anxiety. I'm like, oh fuck dude, you're weird, bro. Like it's okay. We should smoke more hash. It's all right, bro. So I tell myself, but yeah. I've grown with the Terps. I have the tolerance level now that I desire. And um, what do I want to dab on? Thinking here. Maybe a double dab? Nah, not yet. But maybe by the end of this episode, we'll do a double dab. I think I want to smoke this bub, this smaller bub again. Yeah, I'll talk about those giveaway pieces in a second. You know me. I'm just, I, I try to have some sort of plan or schedule, but for the most part, you guys are just enduring me trying to figure out my morning. This is like, instead of me doing this in my head, I'm doing this on camera right now. I'm just like, what is happening today? And what am I working through? What am I figuring out? But yeah, I've, uh, I really appreciate everybody that reaches out though and about the podcast and stuff means a lot and even the people who don't reach out even the people who are just like passerbys and watch it every now and again it's not like a consistent thing for them um that's cool too to me i love that um i noticed the other day there's a couple people i look up to that have been watching my podcast and i'm like damn dude this is like really like really cool like it's like it's just like a little project it's nothing big yet i'm not saying like 
it's anything huge, but this is like fun for, for me and I'm, I'm just stoked on it. Why is this pearl so stuck in there? I put the nail in there too cold. So now, like, it's like that perfect medium. You want to put the nail in the, the alcohol while it's still a little bit warm, not too hot because you don't want to crack your turp pearl or hurt your nail or anything like that. But you also don't want it too cold because then what happens is now you got a turp pearl in there. you got to do a little warm-up, just a slight warm-up in order to uh, get that out of there. So we're just we're just dealing with quartz problems right now, guys. This is real first-world quartz problems because there's, like, third world quartz problems and that's like when I get the DMs and people are like why is my nail always turn black and I'm like oh dude we got a lot to talk about like <laughs> where do we start there's so many things that will make the nail do that there's not a simple answer um, and I think me and Chase talked a little bit about it, but he, we talked about all the way from like fingerprints. If you touch it with your hand and yeah, there's, and we talked about like what the scientific glass blowers, like what they use, like, like I think like hydrofluoric acid, like baths and stuff. So if you guys are interested in we talk a bit about quartz, we talk about a bunch of other shit too. You know how it goes with me. I, I'm, I drag people all over the place on tangents and stuff. So if you uh, want to check out that episode, it's a few episodes back. Um, you know me always doing uh we do quality tests here where i try to bump the pieces see what they do reaction to them um just all part of the research here at Bearmont studios all part of the plan i meant to do that all right dude these kids been making fun of me because i use three fingers on my fingerboard i don't know what to do about it i don't know what to do about it man they had tried to invite me to events in Denver, and I'm like, I can't go because y'all are going to make fun of me. I'm going to roll on my fingerboard, start doing tricks, and y'all are going to be like, oh, three fingers. And I'm like, yeah, dude, three fingers. Do you want me to do it with two fingers and not be as good? Or do you want, want me to have fun? Do you want me to have fun right now? Oh, man, these kid's picking on me. You know, it's really something when you become the kid that gets picked on in that demographic community. You know what I'm saying? Like fingerboarders, I love them. I've been doing it since 1998 or something like that, 99. I don't know, I've been playing with Tech Tech since the 90s. So, you know, but to me, I explained it on a live video the other night. To me, like fingerboarding is something I like to do like alone, like in a corner of a room with no one watching. And I explained it, it's like, like, it's like when you're getting changed, if someone were to walk in on you getting changed, like how uncomfortable that is, and you're like jumping, trying to pull your boxers on, you're like, Jesus, holy fuck, all right, yeah. Like, that's how I, I, I feel the equivalence if someone walks in and sees me fingerboarding, you know? But then again, I do post videos online of me fingerboarding, but they're, I'm not really in them, and they're choreographed to uh, express some sort of, like, comedic or funny little thing I'm doing. Whereas when I'm really fingerboarding and taking it serious, that's when it's embarrassing. When you're, like, going back-to-back -back after a trick, and you're like, why do I care about this stupid trick? Like, this is dumb. Like, that's when it's embarrassing for me. And not for anyone that does it. No hate to the fingerboarders. I'm not hating. I support. I buy all the expensive fingerboard shit. Follow all your accounts. Like all your shit. And I'm not hating. I'm talking for me. Personal experience. Because I'm getting picked on. Because it's like I'm a Mongo pusher. I remember when I was a kid, I pushed Mongo the first like three, four years of skateboarding. And that was hell for me when I went to the skate park. Didn't even know what Mongo was till I hung out with kids. I grew up out in the country doing fucking flip tricks in my goddamn driveway with no one around. So I was enjoying myself. Having a great time. And then I go to the skate park to see the, some kids hang out with some other people my age and skateboard. I'm doing some tricks. They think it's cool, but they're like, why do you push like that? You know, that's like Mongo. And then they're like, why do you carry your skateboard like that? That's called mall grabbing. And I'm like, bro, the going to the mall is a big deal for me. Like if I go to the mall with my mom, like that's a big deal. It's like, 
So if I'm mall grabbing right now, then that, to me that means that, like you're doing fancy shit. This is fancy grabbing to me. Malls got food courts. They got like three or four stores that sell vans. Like it's fucking the spot. That's how I felt as a kid in the 90s. And then when I went to Woodward Skate Camp um, in the early 2000s, um, I was like, I need to not push Mongo anymore. And it wasn't so much a style thing, but it was because my style got better how I pushed and like moved on a skateboard, got way more fluent and smooth. But what I noticed with certain obstacles, like especially around Woodward Skate Camp, you could not push Mongo up to certain sets or like certain things you had to have your foot set and ready to do a flip trick. Like if you were gonna do a 360 flip over something or a kickflip over something, like there were certain tight spots where like you'd get one or two pushes in and you didn't have time to be like pushing Mongo and then readjust all your feet and then do the trick. And if you did, you just looked really fumbly when you were doing it. Cause there's two kids that can do it, but there's so much like movement on their feet when they're setting up for the trick that it just doesn't look fluent as opposed to like when someone's foot's already set in the spot and they just do that one smooth push and it's like pop that fat trick and you're like, okay, that was sick. So it's a style thing, but yeah. So basically I'm a, I'm the Mongo pusher of fingerboards right now and it's what it is, you know, and I'll work on it. And maybe someday when I can push regular on a fingerboard, I'll go to the fingerboard events and hang out with the boys. But for now, I'm like, like, don't pick on me, bro. I'm just kidding. I don't take it that seriously. I just enjoy talking about it because it makes me giggle and also makes me not think about real world problems because there's so much fucked up shit going on right now in the world that I have to pay attention to fingerboarding. There's, that's where I'm at now. I'm like, uh-oh, it's bad. It must be really bad in the world that I need to pay attention to fingerboarding. <clears throat> and I need to feel self-conscious about my fingerboard skills so that you know I cannot pay attention to all the other craziness going on right now. But what my, uh, you know, what I hear from a lot of folks that I look up to and talk to is a lot of people are just like, dude, there's always crazy shit going on in the world. Every generation, every people that have ever lived, there's been millions of stories that have never been told of how crazy the world they lived in. This, we're not unique. This is just another time. And when I feel less unique, then I start calming down because I'm like, okay, like this is like, you know, this is awful, but I think these days are something that us humans have been going through for forever pretty much it's like shitty though how do we get out of these rhythms of craziness you know how we do it we smoke hash in our garage and don't talk to each other and if we do we do it through a video and we don't look at the comments because we're self-conscious and scared that we suck and that's how you live a really unhealthy mental life if you do that every day it's kind of crazy i did that for years i'm way better now but i'll tell you from like 2016 to 2000 like 20 it's pretty like not social media was rough i've gotten way better lately um but it's because i don't post as much as i used to i do a lot of my story like i'll post my story but i just don't post as much to my main feed as i used to which i should sometimes it gives me a little anxiety that i don't do it as much because i'm like oh am i fucking up my company and i'm like but really what I found is like every time I make a post, I like inherently want to keep picking up my phone and looking at it. And like, I'm trying to be better about that. Um, just cause you know, it's crazy, man. Not, I love it. Not that I think there's anything wrong with looking at your phone all the time and enjoying technology and just enjoying what you enjoy about life. Like what you like, as long as you're not hurting anyone. Um, but I got a couple people that rely on me, so I got to make sure I'm not staring at the screen too much. So it's not really about me right now. Um, but you know, when I was a little kid, this shit was all about me, dude. Dude, when I was a little kid, you know, that's what it is to be a little kid. You got to just have be a kid while you're, I think that's what some parents are like, oh, let them be a kid. It's like, let them keep feeling like it's all about them because that shit is the smallest part of your life. If you're lucky anyways, 
if you're a lucky person and you live a long life, if you live into your 70s, 80s, 90s, being a child will be one of the shortest parts of your life. You know, four, five, six, seven, eight years, if you're lucky, if something traumatic doesn't happen to you and make you an adult too young. So it's like when you think about childhood, it's like, man, that is like the shortest time of our life, even if we're lucky. And most people have shitty things happen to them, so they have to grow up quick. It's just the facts. And that's how it's been forever. Like me and my wife watch shows about like Vikings and shit like that. I'm like, these dudes are just running through towns and cutting people in half. Like all these people were just had some grain. There was like some kid playing with like fucking dirt patch. Like this was like life for people back in the day. It's it's crazy. I don't know. I think about us nowadays and I'm like, we got this pretty damn good. It's all right. But isn't that why we, as humans we liked stories and stuff? Because it reminded us that we're okay. As long as like we heard stories. Like I feel like that's why older folks, like I noticed like, um, a lot of older folks really like to talk about negative stuff. Like if you're ever in a car with an older person, they might look around and go, oh, look at that. It's all worn down. That used to be nice. Oh, look at that. Looks like shit now. Oh, they don't, they ain't taking care of that anymore. And that's just how like their, their perspective, how they live. Like, I don't know. I just, I noticed that like a lot of older folks, they're just like, they almost get like hung up a lot on those negatives and notice that and bring that out constantly. So it's like, I feel like our generation is like already, already have like one foot in the hole of negativity. So we have to like, we really have to work hard to be positive. It's fucking tough though. Right. I had a better point, but I lost it because I started feeling this glass and I was like, damn, this is so smooth. I'm like really baked right now. You guys, you don't even understand. Like, uh, I got distracted by how something felt my sense my sensory. I was like, <laughs> like I was like, what's that feel like, dude? <laughs> Fuck. It's all right. That's all right. You guys get it. If you're here watching this, if you're this far into this episode, you know me already. You're like, oh, it's just Evan. He's all over the place. You guys find what you want out of these episodes. There's little bits and pieces in here I'm sure people can use for stuff. Most of it's just rambling and nonsense, but, you know. I think of it as, like, if you think of our brain, like, little computers or big computers, however you want to think of them. Um, things like this and talking and, like, expressing yourself and, like, verbally getting it all out. I think of it almost like like an information dump, like kind of like cleaning out the random access memory, cleaning out your RAM, like getting everything that you've been like holding up and thinking about in the last few days, like all cleaned out, get it all freshened up, ready for new information so you can keep growing and move past it. I've met people that will have someone rip them off for five bucks and they'll let it ruin their day or they'll let it get, they'll hang, get hung up on it for years and hold a grudge on someone. I'm not talking from personal experience on me or anything, but I've seen it happen to older folks that I love and respect with you know, the brothers and sisters they love or family members or people in the small town they live in, just little petty shit happen and people get hung up on it forever. And I'm like, oh, what a trap. So yeah, I'm constantly trying to clean out all the negativity out of my head and like get it all freshened and fresh room for more negativity and positive stuff too. But realistically, I'm trying to realize that I need to make room for more bullshit because it ain't gonna stop. And as long as I realize that, then I'll be able to start getting through the bullshit a lot easier without getting so hung up because the world ain't gonna change for me. I need to adjust myself so that I can deal with the world. So and that's what I'm doing. Um, so try not to get stuck in your heads thinking that like, fuck, fuck the world, man. Like they don't understand me. It's like, dude, the world is fucked up. Find some tools to function in this fucked up world so that you can move forward. Cause this shit's moving quickly and man, the years tick by faster and faster. So strange world. So I just stay in my garage. I'm gonna keep saying that, guys. I say it to everyone. I'm trying to tell everyone, guys, just, just stay in your, <laughs> just smoke weed in your garage. I'm telling you, it's awesome. I dropped out of high school. Listen to me. I just stay in my garage and smoke weed, and everything's fine. I do have panic attacks frequently. That's fine though. 
That's part of the weed and sitting in your garage. Appreciate you folks to get my humor. Okay, let's take a dab on this. Of some, what did I just even, I don't even know what I scooped. It looked fire. Some r rare extracts. Man, such a smooth pipe. <coughs> sounds like one of my guys is here. Maybe. No, it's my mom and my daughter playing outside. Ooh, boy. That was, I think I dabbed another bit of that fucking hot rod again. I can't help it. That shit is just so tasty. There's like, we all have had that before we get certain grams and you just keep, you'll have like six different flavors in front of you and you just keep going back to the same gram. And you're like, why do I keep grabbing that? Like, fuck, I'm blowing through it, but it just tastes so good and it just smokes so easy. Cause some stuff tastes so good, but it fucking rocks you. Like where you can't breathe for a couple of minutes. You're like, oh my God, that shit is like so intense. And then there's other stuff that's just so smooth, tasty, um, easy to smoke. And I think that most people watching this episode have taken dabs, have experienced even with the highest quality stuff, like you find certain stuff just easier to smoke. You're like, man, that stuff's just so easy for me to take dabs of and actually just enjoy the whole experience. Because <coughs> there's shit I've had in the past. Like my friend grows some of the strongest shit I've ever smoked, um, organic garden dog, and I've gotten hash from him that I have to literally like smoke in like waves. Like where I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna take a break from this for like a few days, put it in the fridge, because this shit is like so strong. Um, and then I have, I find there's certain strains that are like mellow enough where I can like function. Like, cause like my homie, he also grows like stuff like that too, but he has certain strains that are just fucking like powerhouses, dude. And I love them, but I have to be careful because I can literally handicap myself for the afternoon with certain strains. Cause they're just as high as a top. Maybe my tolerance is better now though. I should hit some of these strains now cause I haven't smoked anyone maybe in like six, seven months or so. And I've been, since I've gotten these slurpees and slurpers i think the tolerance has gone way up which i knew would happen because i talked to a lot of my friends that have them They're like be prepared to start taking way more dabs and way bigger dabs and i'm like nah dude <clears throat> but it happened it's not because i'm trying to be cool or anything but it's so fun when you just watch all the oil splashing and spinning with the marble in there it's it's a visual thing which makes me think that one thing that's going to be huge for our generation in the future and vr and vr headsets is you're gonna just put on a headset and you're just gonna be like hovering like above a nail like this, like as you're taking a hit and you're just gonna be seeing it spinning and whipping oil and you're just gonna stare at it for hours. And you won't even have to take like that many dabs. Cause that's the thing I found. I just wanna keep seeing the pearl spin and splashing oil around. I wanna see function, but sometimes you get too stoned. So if we can make virtual headsets where you don't have to take as many dabs, but you can still watch all that happening for the crazy people like me who have, I'm pretty sure that's why I take so many dabs. That and it tastes really good and I like smoking weed. There's probably a lot of reasons. My dog is sensing my daughter outside, so he's like smelling the fucking the fucking wall over there. Alright, let's talk about these real quick before this is fucking over. Um, and these this giveaway. Let's move these big guys. God, it's windy. How's your car doing the wind, dude? Does it just cut through it like butter? That's fucking dope, dude. Yeah. Not not that escape we have out there. I drive that the other day to do some stuff, and that thing is like, or yesterday, I didn't. It was windy yesterday, too. Yeah, it's like a box for escape. just gets whipped around. All right. <clears throat> I'm just moving a couple things so I can move these over. We'll do one at a time on a separate moon map. How about that? 
All right, this one right here is North Star Yellow and Purple Rain. So at certain angles, like if you were to look at it like from the bottom up, you're gonna see like a lot more purple and yellow. And then if you look at it from like top down, you'll see like mostly purple. And like you might not be able to see that on camera, but like in person, it's like just a really interesting fade, the way it all like mixed together. Um, and this bubble cap is so pretty too. It's just like purple, fumy, yellow, just like those like royal colors, the purple, yeah, man. He says hi to everyone. Um, <clears throat> and these pieces are given, being given away at the Healing Tree. And um, so I believe how the giveaway works is they have select products in the store. And I believe the brand is Posh Cannabis. And from what I've heard from like my close friends, because like this was set up, my one of my friends reached out to me and he's like, hey man, like these people have the fire flower right now in Denver. This is the spot. They want to do like a giveaway for 420. Um, so they bought some pieces from me. Um, Bane, stop squeaking, bro. They bought some pieces from me and then they're gonna have like a big party and like a giveaway and everything. So this is one of them um, and it's uh, the healing tree and I have tags, I have them tagged on like they did it. I have a whole post about these pieces as well on there. So if you want more information about it, I believe you can still enter the giveaway even if you can't go to the party. I believe you can, there's certain posh cannabis products you can buy that you don't even have to be at the dispensary, I'm not sure. What they've been telling everyone to do is like contact them via DM or give them a call. Um, like I said, all that information is on my Instagram. If you guys are interested in trying to get in on this giveaway, who knows how many people have entered? They're only run been running. I think it's going to run for like three weeks or so because the giveaway is coming up here mid-April. Uh, April 23rd, I think, is the party and giveaway. Um, and they're going to do the drawing live. But yeah, like these are four really, really cool uh, media double two. So this is the first one, Purple Rain, North Star Yellow. They all come with Mood Matte Sticker Pack. Bubble cap, just like if you bought it from a Sunday sale, okay? Because these are actually four pieces from a Sunday sale that I let them grab and pick out um, the ones they wanted for their their giveaway. All right, this one right here is very, very special because the color that this is mixed with is a very tough one to get. It took years for people to get this color back. But this is Lotus White and Purple Rain. So this is like the Purple Lotus. It's this. It actually is transparent in the drain. If you were to put water in it, it looks opaque, I know. Um, but the drain itself would show the tornado. Um, but it's just this like beautiful, beautiful like color and like the lotus white being a rare molten ore color. And then we put the purple rain over it to give it this subtle hint of like this like purple violet. It's just like a really like subtle, pretty purpley, like what almost looks like a flower petal. And so we're calling it like the purple lotus. Um, but yeah, then we have this one right here, which is galaxy ghost i believe right yeah just had to see what the background color was because it it could have been a experimental green if it was a little more green but it's it's no it's galaxy so this is a sparkly black with the ghost blue fumy color over it and when they're mixed together and pulled down that sparkly black becomes transparent but still gives you like kind of a dark background, which makes the blue pop even more. Cause if think about it, like if you guys ever had a color changing pipe that when you smoke weed through it and it gets resonant, it starts changing color. It's the same concept with this. This blue fume would stand out more with a darker background, just like the fume stands out more when the resin gets behind it in a little like chillum or something. Same kind of concept. So this is a sparkly black with a blue fumy color over it, the ghost galaxy. Then last but not least, we have this really unique satin mix here that has like kind of like these green hues in it. All right, so this is gold amethyst from Molten Aura and it's over double dose. 
Double dose is like this green color from glass alchemy, but when you pull double dose thin, it becomes satin. It makes colors satin, but it'll leave a green tint. So behind this purple is like this, like, and then you can see it in like certain bends, like when you see it in person, like where like the tubing kind of bends and stuff, and you can see it like behind the cab, you'll see like little hints of green. It almost looks like, you know, purple and green grapes like mixed together in satin. Um, really, really cool satin in person though. This is was kind of tough to capture these on camera, the satin colors, cause it's like a shimmer that your eyes kind of see. Um, but yeah, uh, they got some really incredible mini double diffusers they're gonna be giving away at their event. Um, I believe it's April 23rd is the party. So you guys have time to get those entries in for it. Um, just contact them. Cause even if you're not here in Colorado, I think they have certain Posh Canvas products that, that they might be able to get you entered into the, the drawing for the giveaway. So yeah, folks, fucking episode 96. We talked a little about bubblers. You know me, I ranted about life and feelings and bullshit, but it's what it is. Um, I appreciate you folks that support me. Come out and listen to these. Come to all the sales, hang out in the live videos. Um, the support system is incredible and it's um, really, really helped my family and I over the past few years, just through all the ups and downs, like all everyone's gone through. So, you know, and um, this has been how I've gotten through things is through the What's Up Everybody podcast and all you folks supporting. So uh, thank you so much. Thank you, Aja. And uh, you guys have a great day. This is episode 96. Check out that fucking website. Sign up for the newsletter so you guys can stay up to date on all of our drops and everything. Thank you. Whew, man, chatty today, dude.